Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dum Dums and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pod, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise. Dice today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers have interrupted the occult performance of Pastor Michael Thomas. But a monster has been unleashed. Richter was drawn back to a time before the fateful evening in the church. Adrian stabbed the pastor to death, and Red didn't understand what was going on until a monster was revealed on the stage. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. Red, you watch in horror as half of a man uh, falls away uh, as uh, Addie goes full prison shiv on uh, the uh, Reverend Michael Thomas, who you have not recognized from from childhood, uh, largely because he looks like uh, Charlie Manson meets like Orson Welles right now. Uh, so not not exactly a one to one comparison. Uh, but you've seen you've seen Adrian do some gross stuff. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen him do this though. I feel like this is one of those things Adrian does when you tell him to go do a thing and then he shows up later covered in jam uh, from their inside toast. Um, Also, he's trying to kill him, not just put him to sleep. So I feel like there's a lot more aggression than even you're used to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But um, you're also a savvy lady and, you know, you're not, if something goes down, you know, you're not going to sit there and be like, but I wonder, uh, which is particularly amplified when Richter starts yelling fire, fire. Um, and, uh, you hear the screams, uh, from the stage at which point, um, 
uh, Addy tosses the uh, the top half of the body aside in a very uh, casual way, whips out uh, the um, Herr Reinheimer's uh, <laughs> like I was gonna say laser gun, but that's too official ray gun, um, and uh, screams no more monsters uh, before pulling the trigger and firing at, at the stage. What do you do? Okay, so I think the first thing that would be going through my mind is like, oh my god, he saw something that kind of looked like that symbol somewhere on that man and is now like on a complete rampage. Uh, so I think I'm going to, oh, I'm a thousand percent running out on stage with him. Okay, great. So, um, Ryan, if I'm understanding your action from uh, the previous episode that I think we recorded uh, 28 years ago, um, you're you're just like firing out onto the stage, or yeah, I'm firing out onto the stage. So imagine like stabbed the guy in the wings between the cloth, and then drew ray gun and fired from there. So I didn't charge out; I'm just shooting. Okay, great. So clear with that in mind, would you just kind of go like basically rush over to Adrian, or would you rush the stage? Well, I would rush to Adrian. I think I would probably rush to Adrian, grab his arm, and wrench the curtain back at the same time. Okay, all right. So from Adrian, yeah, you'll be able to like. Because uh, basically, um, the best way to imagine this is that there's a massive flat um, and then the wings. So he's kind of up by the wings. So yeah, you can pull aside the wings to kind of see what's going on out there. Um, that said, if you're going to grab his arm to attempt to stop him from firing wantonly into the crowd, um, I am going to need from you, my friend, a... Uh, let's go with... What have we got in the reflex zone? Um <laughs> You know what? Let's let's take this as a brawl check. Uh, not that you're trying to um, affect harm. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to stop. Like I think this is literally just like knock the gun up so yeah. that the the shot goes straight. Uh, Adrian, um, to maintain your shot, uh, go ahead and roll um, firearms handgun, please. Given that for some reason. Uh, you know, mysterious Nazi laser is not a standard skill. Yeah. Okay. So I rolled a five more than I needed. So I'm going to spend five luck and get to just get a regular success. Yep. Yeah. I failed. All right. So, um, right. You rush forward, um, knock uh, the gun up, pull aside the curtain. And, uh, what you see on the stage, um, uh, is a lot even for for you with with everything you you've previously seen um the uh ingenue uh, of the performance um in her kind of uh uh sort of uh you know early uh bridgerton style gown so like fancy but like in kind of a subdued way um but also at a weird like 90 degree angle um is snapped in half and uh is currently um a few feet off the ground um, being wrapped in tentacles and you can see the remainder of her spine and the, the muscles in her back resisting as these tentacles just continue to just crack her in two. Um, the tentacles uh, would be somewhat less unnerving if they didn't disappear into what seems to be a cloak um, that is uh, undulating slightly uh, with a pulse. Uh, as you realize the lead actor's costume is less a costume and more, uh, its body under a, a you know thin vestige of, of stage wear. Um, 
the uh, figure is wearing uh, a cloak over itself, but it kind of bl- blends in with the, uh, the the sort of mass of tentacles beneath it. Uh, these tentacles are also currently um, shooting out uh, into the crowd. Uh, think like Groot if he was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, so just spearing people, um, grabbing them, dragging them towards the stage. Um, and uh, all the while, um, the uh, the creature seems to just be looking on from beneath uh, sort of... Um, uh, classic uh, Jedi hood um, with a, a serene face that uh, almost looks like porcelain. Um, it uh, at first glance would, would appear to be a, uh, a very uh, fine mask, but as with the rest of the creature uh, and as the uh, ingenue unfortunately discovered uh, the mask is uh, less something you wear over your face and more its face um or at least part of it um so the king in yellow has arrived and is murdering the shit out of this crowd um adrian your uh ray gun question tom what happens when you fire a ray gun into a stage roof i was just about to explain that good Uh, i'm dreading it (laughs) yeah so um there's a blast of green lightning um from the gun similar to what blew up the gangsters um and it uh shoots through a bunch of sandbags and uh another flat that was kind of in in the ceiling uh before um blasting a uh four meter wide hole uh in the roof of the building uh from which debris begins to rain down on the king and the three of you um, go ahead and roll me, please, a dodge check. That's a success. Okay. I'm going to spend one luck to get an extreme success. Ooh. Uh, success. Okay. Um, so, uh, for the people who rolled a success, you'll take three damage. Uh, Ryan, you'll take one. Oh God. Okay. As, uh, the, the roof of the, the famed, uh, Helmforth Playhouse, uh, collapses. Um, the creature will take a little bit as well. Oh man, that's a lot of HP. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Richter, um, it would seem that uh, young uh, Herr Diesel has perhaps taken uh, your call of fire too literally and has uh, opened fire. Um, you hear the screams um, as you, you kind of um, recover stiffly from uh, the, the falling shards. Uh, you see um, Michael Thomas, uh, his face is stuck in a rictus grin. Um, his eyes seem to be locked directly on you, but um, there's no no movement from them. Um, the uh, King in Yellow is rampaging on the stage. What do you do? Um, I set a fire before yelling fire in the theater. So was that kind of put out by the the roof coming down or is the fire still spreading? We'll say the the fire is still spreading. Yep. So uh, I'm trying to get these people out of here. Okay. Um, So I, I basically, I think I run from backstage out into the audience and I'm just saying, run, run, schnell, leave, go. Uh, and and trying to get people to the exits. Okay, amazing. Um, I will say because of the fire, people were already moving um, when the uh, the Kenyan in yellow struck. Um, so the good news is the casualty count has already been reduced uh, for the first round at least. Um, Tyler, can you roll me a what kind of check we're we gonna do for this? Um, 
Let's go with, uh, this is an odd one, uh, Persuade or Intimidate. Uh, I would take either of those. I can't see my Intimidate. I'm assuming it, oh, yeah, there <laughs> it is. It's bad. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. That's a good roll. Uh, and on a Persuade, that's a, a strong success. What do we call that? Extreme, regular, what's the one in between? Hard success. Hard success. Okay, excellent. Um, so, uh, Tyler, go ahead and roll me um, 2d10, please. Okay. And um, what is the combined total? The total together is nine. Nine? Okay, great. Um, so um, as you're, you're kind of uh, yelling to people and, and gesturing, uh, uh, nine uh, people get out. Um, not in like a, a German no way, but in like an actual uh, numeric way. Um, so the um, unfortunately, uh, because of the popularity of this particular ticket, as you'll recall from trying to get into the theater, uh, the theater is packed, um, but uh, you have managed to get uh, nine people out. So the, the crowd is starting to thin. Um, there were a uh, total of 65 people to start. Uh, five of them got killed in the initial assault. Uh, so there are now 50 people um, scattering and, and running uh, running around the theater. Um, and uh, forgive me, Claire, I need you to roll me a sanity check for staring directly at an otherworldly nightmare monster. <laughs> I rolled well above my sanity. Okay. That's a fail. That's, that is, yeah, that's the bad version. You yeah. want to roll Okay. Under. Okay. Uh, yeah, I rolled a 55. Oh, okay. No, I rolled a 55 and my sanity is 33. Gotcha. Uh, so, Claire, unfortunately, you're going to lose five sanity, uh, but you are going to gain uh, five mythos. It's going to come in handy sometime. <laughs> uh, five. Five mythos? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 14. Cthulhu mythos. All right. Cool. Um... Uh, that brings us to the top of the round. Uh, Adrian, um, the ceiling's collapsed a bit. Monster is going. Um, you can hear the the, uh, the wood uh, beginning to uh, bend um, and, uh, and groan above you. Um, the structural integrity of the building seems to have been somewhat compromised. What do you do? Okay. I feel like Adrian would look at Red and be confused, but then assume that Red, what Red did was a plan. So he would say it i get it uh and just scoop her up over one shoulder and run towards the back while shooting into the ceiling again trying to bring the building down on the monster okay um red would you resist this at all or although admittedly your brain is kind of fragmenting at the sight of um tentacle monster uh king in yellow um, who in my head will always just be King in Yellow uh, from <laughs> fucking Old Man Richter just yelling after <laughs> stealing pamphlets. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So I think with that in mind, we're going to say that you don't put up resistance because your okay. brain is fragmenting. Um, Ryan, can you roll me please a... Uh... Man, I really thought there was an athletics, but there is not. There's uh, strength if you just want strength. Yeah, I think that's ultimately what we're going to go with, pal. Cool. That is a success. 
Great. Um, all right. So you begin to uh, blast the ceiling and uh, the um, large chunks begin to, to fall um, as the uh, uh, the ray gun unleashes more unholy hell. Um, can you roll me a uh, con save, please? That is a hard success. Great. Um, you can feel the gun heating up. Um, it's it's like that that time you touched the side of a toaster, uh, and you didn't love it, but damn it, you really wanted that toast. So like you did what you had to and kept your hand on the toaster to claim the toast. And similarly, you're going to keep your hand on this gun to claim the gun, um, but uh, you can feel it starting to heat up. Unfortunately, I think for Adrian, that doesn't signal that the gun is yeah, overloading. It just as signals that the gun is warm. Yeah, as he runs, as he's running away, he's like, "Red, bread's gonna come out of the gun." Uh, and that's all he'll say. Amazing. Um, Red mutters something in an alien tongue um, that uh, has a few too many consonants, not enough vowels, and seems vaguely unworldly. Um, Great, Richter. Okay. Um, the uh, or oh, I'm sorry. Actually, we. We should go. I'm fucking up the order here because it's been nine years. Um, so next up is uh, the king in yellow. Uh, so the king in yellow, um, the ceiling begins to collapse. Um, its head turns 360 degrees uh, as the cloak kind of flitters off of it um, to follow you, Adrian, and it is going to throw uh, tentacles through the um, the flats uh, at the two of you in an attempt to stymie your escape. Ooh. Um, all right, so... Yeah, so that is a success. Um, Do you need a dodge or something, or is this just a straight from the creature? Because you're... I think the way we're going to play this is because you're running away with red over your shoulder shooting at the roof, you're not yeah, trying to dodge. You're just, like, legit trying to get out of the building. Um admittedly uh it's odds no, of hitting... this. no 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 but also just so you know kind of the mechanics behind it on my side uh it's odds of hitting you were much worse because it couldn't see you so just uh, unfortunately shook out uh badly oh it shook out how you'd expect with a big spooky monster they're good at things <laughs> they they are not they are not bad um all right so uh, that is eight points of damage um as uh one of these tentacles um We'll say it's it's a few of them so that it isn't just like one massive because these are um very like uh thin um and like just oddly moist. It's it's generally unpleasant. Um as they kind of pierce uh your back and like the back of your leg as uh, as you run for the exit. Oh, so this is just Adrian, they don't hit yep. me? Okay. Yep. I feel like Adrian carrying you is generally like if there's any dodging, it's literally the second he feels pain, he just like pulls you forward and and mm-hmm. uh He's like a rugby player carrying a baby. You know, you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Which is my favorite, favorite part of every rugby game. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the, the one try they do with a baby. Um, maybe that's why my team got shut down. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, Richter, um, the king in yellow is distracted. Um, so the crowd is, is uh, clear for a round. Uh, so I'm going to say... Um, Okay, nine more people get out. So there are 41 people remaining. Um, that said, the crowd does seem to be running towards the exit, so you don't necessarily need to actively be guiding them. 
Um, I think the way we'll play this mechanically, if you stay to help, um, they will mo- they will generally get out faster. If you leave, they'll get out at the rate they get out. Um, I have no weapons. I'll stay to help. I'll, I'll try and get these people out of here. Okay. Um, so go ahead and roll me uh, a persuade again, please. Um, but uh, you can do it with advantage since you're kind of become the resident fire marshal. Okay. Um, so uh, roll twice and pick the better result. 38 and 91. So we'll take that 38 uh, with persuade is a regular success. Okay. Um, So uh, if you could roll me, please, just 1d10 this time. Wow. Uh, Eight. Pretty good. Very, very good. All righty then. Um... So uh, the crowd is is actively leaving, um, but the building is beginning to collapse. Dum-dums and dice would like to welcome you to the grand darkness of the 41st millennium. I am Inquisitor Caveat Ventus, keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and I'm releasing my report on the Valentine Heresy. It's an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Join Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine and Laura Elizabeth and Tyler Hewitt as Hivebred siblings Lyric and Alto as this unlikely trio try to save the Emperor from a cabal of mysterious enemies in a series created by games master Tom McGee. Can these unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? Find out in the first episode of Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy. Available now. You see the king in yellow sort of uh, attacking uh, the space where your friends were, um, but uh, there's not not a whole lot you can do from here. Um, what's going through Richter's head right now? Is this like a, just a pure instinctual, I got to help these people? Is it a, I can't help the fight, so I got to help the save? What's, uh, what do you think is afoot? I think this being the most overtly... Um, overtly monstrous thing to happen to the the regular citizens of Helmfirth mm-hmm. kind of puts Richter at a loss. Like the last time he saw such violence was on the day of the parade, right? And the, mm-hmm. and the fair. Um, but that was people uh, enacting that violence. People, albeit, you know, um, under the influence of uh, some sort of higher or higher power or, or, mm-hmm. or some kind of uh, larger will. But to see a monstrosity up there on the stage just lashing out at people indiscriminately uh, is probably really something um, to Richter. I think he starts to go into a little bit of a... It's. I think it's a little bit of like triage of like, okay, get the people out, get the people out. They don't know what you know, get them out of here kind of thing. So I think right. that's where he starts. I think if once he accomplishes that... I think it's going to be last time he saw you two, you know, Red and Addy was backstage. So I think his next goal after evacuating people would be to get the car and bring it around mm. to the back of the theater. Okay. I like that a lot. Um, he doesn't have the keys. <laughs> so also, you know, hot wire a car. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. 
Um, you may be getting a car. <laughs> old man Richter's going GTA, just like opening the door and hauling an old woman. Oh out, yeah, her in the I road was literally thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, like Ingrid taught me, you must press triangle. Yeah, no, she'll be like, goodbye, Granny. Word. And I'll be like, it's fine. We are cohorts, and I will <laughs> throw her out. Uh, amazing. Okay, uh, and then your annoying uh, cousin will be like, "Hey, Richter, how come we don't go bowling anymore?" Yeah. We're good uh, to get prostitutes. You want to come? <laughs> uh, car Twitter got us. They got us. That's <laughs> what this all led to. Um, okay, amazing. Um, so uh, the, I think we'll say then um, that you'll spend one more round helping the crowd. After that, it's kind of a uh, like the, enough of the roof is collapsing that it's kind of an everyone for themselves kind of situation. There's not a whole lot more you can do. Um, all right, so. Great. Um, okay, so as uh, the the final parts of the roof begin to collapse, uh, you kind of grab the nearest person, help them out the door, and uh, and you book it out as as the roof uh, comes in. Um, looking back over your shoulder one more time, uh, you see a massive crossbeam uh, fall on the king in yellow, um, and uh, snap in half uh, as the creature does not move. And uh, you head to to hotwire a car. Um, meanwhile, um, Red, uh, you your vision um, starts to slowly come back into focus um, as uh, as the fresh air hits you, mm-hmm. and um, you you kind of um, blink away. This it's almost like an after image of um, uh, the this the sign. Um, uh, the uh, yellow sigil we discussed uh, previously, which is kind of like almost a question mark, like a curled hook mm-hmm. um, piece, um, but uh, the sign of the, the king in yellow. Um, but uh, the fresh air does you some good, and you you kind of come back to. You realize you are over Adrian's shoulder. He's yelling something about toast. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to shout, Addy, put me down. Please. No. No, you'll die. Adrian, put me down right no, now. No, you'll die. No. We have to go. We have to get rid of that creature right now. Nope, you're leaving. Adrian. He's not putting her down. Um, <gasps> all right. Uh, so Claire to fight free. Um, I think this is probably going to be a brawl, a fighting brawl. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> Right. Look, all I'm saying is when you uh, partner up with a massive slab of a man, <laughs> because you're the the small squishy one who shoots people. I know. Sometimes that backfires. I know. This is all that right. day. All right, Adrian. Here we go. Here's the today's the day. I was just say, is this brawl on brawl rolling, Tom? <gasps> Wait, yeah, man. If I roll a zero zero and a three, is that a good thing? That's that's three. a three. Woo! Yeah, that okay. Success. That is. Well, with my numbers, oh, that okay, yes, that is that is success. <laughs> Great. All right, uh, Adrian, if you could please roll me an opposed check. I can't beat a three. It was close. I rolled a sixteen. I almost Ooh. had enough luck, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, Red, how do you uh, how do you get out of his grasp? Uh, you're being carried like a, a sack of flour over his uh, over his shoulder. Uh so my head is okay. Um. I think I'm just going to kind of like, instead of trying to crawl down his back, I think I'm just going to like push myself up and over forward. If that makes sense. Um, Cause if he's, I'm assuming he's holding me by my legs. So yes. like, 
So if I push up against you and try to like push myself backwards, I'm almost going to just use my weight to fall off of you. So land on your like... feet. You land on your feet in front of me, not on your head behind me. Yes. I mean, bold choice, Claire, but I'll accept it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just head first into the ground. Uh, you're <laughs> unconscious. Uh, Damn it. He was right. Yeah, he's like, this is going to make things easier. Uh, yeah, straight to red bubble. Adrian was right, shirts. Um, yeah. Okay, amazing. So uh, you're on your feet. Um, you can see the building starting to collapse behind you. Um, what do you do? Adrian, give me that gun. No, you made me miss the monster. Now give me I the know gun. there's no plan. No. Adrian, Eddie, you were right. You were right the first time. I apologize. Give me the goddamn gun. If you leave, I'll give it to you. No, I need the gun to shoot the creature. AD, Eddie. Well, then you better come get it. Uh, and he'll just run. Oh. <laughs> He's going to run out of the stage door. He's out of here. Uh, amazing. So uh, thus the great foot chase begins. Red, uh, the building and possibly Richter are collapsing behind you. Adrian takes off running with the, the ray gun. What do you do? Uh, I check for Richter. Um, all right. You re-enter the building. Uh, Richter, um, you are out on the street. Uh, people are panicked. Um, the people outside are really excited about how cool this play sounds. Um, unfortunately, the, um, uh, the, the place is, uh, collapsing. Uh, you can hear the, uh, the roar of like classically 19, like 30s sirens. Um, that, uh, as, uh, the uh, chief of police, uh, starts showing up. Unfortunately, luckily he doesn't really know you, but this is probably bad news for red. Um, also, but I'm in fancy lady clothes. This is true. Uh, you're not sure what's happened, uh, to your compatriots. Uh, there are some cars nearby that are parked. Um, there are also cars sort of driving nearby. What do you do? Um, I don't think Richter has the capability to hotwire a car. I don't think, I, I think, I think the hope that Richter has is that there's enough chaos going on from the inside of the theater surging outside that there, there must hopefully be a car idling someone mm. someone someone you know um stepping out to help someone um somebody pulling up to like get their family in after escaping or something like that a, a car that is basically like running that he can get into and drive okay um amazing sure so- that he, he will step into traffic and try to flag down a a motorist because he, he can't start a car without a key mm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so yes, uh, sure enough, um, there is uh, uh, across the street in kind of like classic disaster movie comedy beat way, there is um, uh, a car uh, with, um, do they have, they, they probably had radios and cars back then, I assume. Again, car Twitter, help yes. us out, man. Um, they had right. home radios, so we could say, this is a high-end town. There's a wealthy a wealthy yeah. someone somewhere that would sure. have Or they invented it. TJ Radio, the inventor of the radio, sure. um, sitting in his car. I, you, you look at a car, and there's a guy with a radio just sitting next to him. Like, he bought it, but he's turned it on. Yeah, uh, and he's, like, plugged it in. He, he's hot-wired the car in order to make his fucking radio <laughs> work. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're just uh, blasting some tunes. Um, uh, and uh, he's, uh, he's just a... Uh, like an old man sitting there just like staring straight ahead blasting big band like it is just 
like billionaire on the streets and in, like if we're watching this as a comedy it's like he's got his eyes closed listening to music and across the street everyone's like screaming and running out of a building as it's <laughs> collapsing um and he's just tapping tapping along on the uh thing unfortunately in order to power his uh pilfered radio uh, he does have to have his car on so it is uh it's idling and uh just running away uh and tyler what do you do uh i'll uh i'll run up to the door and i'll uh, uh stick my hand in my pocket make it seem like I got a gun kind of poking my fingers through the, the fabric of my coat and I'll try and wrench his door open. Uh, and I'll say, get out of the car. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, go ahead and roll me. Uh... This seems like an intimidation. Oh yeah, man. Uh, yeah. That's a low threshold. I don't know if I'm going to make it here. I do not. That's a mm. 67. Um uh he uh says oh no it's one of those carjackers my wife warned me not to come to towns that's where the carjackers are um and uh he uh quickly uh, reaches for his glove box uh tyler how badly do you want this car pretty badly i like I, are, are you asking do you want to get shot in the front or in the back as you run away like, like um, i guess i guess and i'll take it on the chin uh yeah so basically no matter what you're you're still like uh, again just in terms of thinking about richter's mindset you're just like i need to get this to save my friends is that fair yeah if he's reaching for the glove box uh i'll get in and i'll keep pushing him over <laughs> into like the passenger seat and just out the passenger door he can take whatever he wants out with him amazing gonna, so i need to get in please yeah so you clamber in and like you're trying to push him and he isn't moving and there's a quick tussle he's like reaching for the glove box you're both kind of spindly scarecrow old men so it's just like a tangle tangled knot of, of old guy pushing um you know like you're you're trying to get that uh, early bird buffet um and uh then um finally just as as you know you just as as like all of the pressure again like richter's had to act under pressure more in the past like you know few weeks than ever really in his life uh, yeah. aside from uh, the assault on the church um and it's beginning to wear on you like you we, we've talked about kind of how high your cult score or your mythos score is getting and uh, how low your your sanity score is getting like yep you're you're really starting to embrace that and also seeing uh michael thomas and having the that full flashback of, of the medallion and and everything else um things are starting to click um so as uh you push him um he is uh resisting and obviously going for a gun um at which point um all of this uh panic and frustration uh clarifies for you and for a moment you're you're ever busy and never muddled mind um is uh, absolutely clear um and in a hollow echoing tone you yell uh and you watch um his eyes roll up into the back of his head um and uh he begins to scream and kind of fall out into the street um yelling about um spiders and slapping at his his wrists and and arms um Tyler, uh, old man Richter has a moment of of being happy to see this guy fall out of the car. You don't have a, a whole lot of time to understand what just happened, um, but it feels a little bit like storming the church did. It feels a little bit like what holding the amulet felt like. Uh, and with that, my friend, Richter gains the ability to use magic. 
This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker. At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are Dum Dum Dice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Oh, hey, friends, it's me, your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. You don't know me, but I'm going to introduce you to Dungeons & Dragons, where I play D&D with my friends, and, th- and they're going to become your friends because you're going to love us so much. I mean, maybe, maybe you won't love us, but we'll love you. Let me give you a taste of the show in 42 seconds. Let's go! You must have a, f- and a flask. Anything. He's got a satchel. That's the most disappointed <laughs> way I've ever heard anyone say the word satchel. Cost. How much is a donkey cost? Russ, how much is a donkey cost? Is the a question donkey everyone cost. wants to know. <laughs> For one hour. Concentration, so if you do another concentration spell. It's abjuration, you doink. It's concentration. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear? Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. Okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh! We're having this rager. I mean, Lich Astley and the Magic Magic Missiles is going to be playing later tonight. <laughs> is he ever going to give you up? <laughs> never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Orcus is going to rule all and you won't desert you. What else do I need to tell you? We're Dungeons and Dragons. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts or at dumbdragons.com. We can't wait to adventure with you.